Good morning. My name is Mike, and I'm with FlexDeckPlayingCards.com. I'm about to read the Long Path article from Wikipedia, the free encyclopedia. Okay, here it goes. History. Conception. Vincent Joseph Schaefer, a scientist who worked in Schenectady for General Electric, began to imagine a quote-unquote hiker's route from New York City to the Adirondacks shortly after helping to found the Mohawk Valley Hiking Club in 1929. He was very clear on one thing, that it not be marked as a trail. Quote, Schaefer envisioned resourceful hikers making use of what they found along the way, end quote, says historians Guy and Laura Waterman. Quote, whether hikers' trails, back roads, abandoned wood roads, towpaths, creek beds, game trails, plus occasional bushwhacks where that appeared to offer the most interesting route, end quote. They quote him describing the long path as, a route that a person having good wood sense could use to move across a region using compass and topo map, and that in a meandering way would lead such persons to most of the interesting scenic vistas, rock formations, choice or unique vegetation, historical sites, and similar items that a certain type of outdoors person enjoys. He wrote to an official at Harriman that there would be no cutting or blazing, for this trail would be a truly wild walk that wouldn't erode the land or scar the solitude, and each found site would be an adventure in orienteering. Implementation He named his idea the Long Path after Walt Whitman's line about, quote, the long brown path that leads wherever I choose, end quote, from his poem, Song of the Open Road. Since that was also where Raymond H. Torrey the New York Post's influential hiking columnist, had gotten the name for his column. It was a smart public relations choice. Torrey, who had done much to get the Appalachian Trail built, both physically and in print, in the New York metropolitan area the previous decade, announced the idea in a column in 1933. Another strong advocate in the early days was a transplanted Coloradan, W.W. W. Caddy, who came to be identified with the long path almost as much as Schaefer. He and Torrey, who devoted a series of columns to it the next year, scouted a trail from the city to the Catskills, while Schaefer and his brother did the same for the northern half, envisioning an end at Whiteface Mountain in the Adirondack High Peaks. To Schaefer, once this route was scouted, it was finished, per his concept, quote, it exists as soon as the route had been field explored and then marked on a topo map, and so had become available to the person who appreciates such things, end quote. However, very few of these people could be counted among the hiking community of the day, to whom a trail was something to follow, and they had difficulty grasping the concept that the trail was open. Schaefer and hiking club pal Al Getz followed the long path from Schenectady to Edwards Hill in the southern Adirondacks, near Baker's Mills, New York, in the late 1930s, but as Schaefer and Caddy became involved in the war effort and drifted away from the hiking community, the idea of the long path, as originally conceived, quickly became part of history. Resurrection. In 1960, Robert Jessen of the Ramapo Ramblers Hiking Club and another city-based hiker, Michael Warren, revived the idea. 
Since Rockland and Orange counties had become more developed even then, they abandoned the original concept of an unmarked route and pushed instead a conventional trail, although it had to make use of road routes. Over the next two decades, they were successful in establishing a continuous trail from the George Washington Bridge to the Southern Catskills. Helped by a major relocation of the trail up Peekamoose Mountain and its continuation over Peekamoose's neighbor, Table Mountain, which previously had no established trails. Crossing the east branch of the Neversink River and enabling a link with the existing Catskill Trail system. The Catskill route was finally completed in 1987 when a trail was built connecting the snowmobile loop around Catterskill High Peak to Palinville, a further missing link from the Sam's Point Preserve in the Shawgunks to Verkertikil Falls was cut a decade later. In 1991, Vince Schaefer prepared a guide to the Long Path North section, or LPN, consisting of a set of five sets of short descriptions of 80-plus quote-unquote landmarks with accompanying topographic map locations. The guide was crafted as a hiker's pocket-sized book, entitled Field Guide to the Landmarks of the Long Path of New York, Northern Section, Gilboa to Whiteface Mountain, prepared by Vincent J. Schaefer, 1931-1991, with the original route and philosophy. Schaefer's son, James N. Schaefer, joined the Long Path North Hiking Club Trail Committee, sharing sets of letters, sketches, and plans from his father's files to push the Long Path into the 21st century. With members of the club, a route was set, landmarks were located by Global Positioning System, and digital photos were established for 80-plus places that Schaefer reckoned to be worthy of attention. On the ground, a low-volume road walk was located through Albany, Schenectady, and Saratoga counties, crossing the Heddlebergs and the Rotterdam Hills to the Mohawk River. The LPN connected to county and state parks whenever possible and had a goal of relocating sections, quote-unquote, off-road. Across the Mohawk, the Long Path coursed into Glenville Hills with a major off-road section atop Wolf Hollow. As it reached the southern Adirondack Blue Line, just north of Lake Desolation, the Long Path took a, quote-unquote, forever wild character, becoming a bushwhack, a landmark-to-landmark trek through the southern and central park into the high peaks, following log roads, existing trails, and low-volume roads to eventually reach the top of Whiteface Mountain with its climate observation tower, SUNY's quote-unquote Schaefer Observatory of 1980 Olympic fame as the last cached location of the Long Path. In summary, the Long Path has become a hybrid trail, a 70-year-old first, an ecologically sensitive quote-unquote path from high-density urban centers across the spectacular eastern New York high country to the remote, serene, and untampered wilderness. The blazed 357 miles, 575 kilometers of the LP are tailor-made for the traditional blazed trail hiker. The 100-mile, 160-kilometer, low-volume roadwalks affords the physically challenged with a way to appreciate semi-wild places accompanied by culturally, geographically, and historic wayside landmarks. And for the wood savvy hiker, the bushwhacks through the last 150 miles, or 240 kilometers of the long path, capture Vince Schaefer's original vision, 
a tramp across short distances using, quote, dead reckoning, modern point-to-point geocaching, and sheer map reading, orienting skills, end quote. Seventy-five years after the thought, a long brown path exists. Expansion. As the lower trail neared completion to the northern boundary of Catskill Park at Route 23 in Wyndham in 1985, H. Neil Zimmerman of the New York-New Jersey Trail Conference renewed interest in the Adirondack Connection. The Long Path North Hiking Club was formed, and after some negotiations with area landowners, eight miles, or 13 kilometers of trail, were opened in 1990. By the middle of the decade, it would extend 75 miles, or 121 kilometers, north of its former terminus, to the Indian Ladder in John Boyd Thatcher State Park. In the early 2000s, a further five miles, or eight kilometers, were opened and blazed to Route 146, and informal road blazes existed from there to the Mohawk at Anirondack Park Blue Line. Well, that'll make this that for now. As always, I want to thank you for listening. I want to apologize for any mistakes or mispronunciations that I may have made. This is Mike with FlexDeckPlayingCards.com. The words are not my own. This is just a reading of the Wikipedia article for The Long Path. And if you're listening to me read an article about The Long Path, I imagine you are also into camping and hiking, like I said earlier in the podcast. In which case, I would hope that you also check us out at FlexDeckPlayingCards.com because the Flex Deck is a single deck of playing cards that puts all games into one. I do this uh, podcast to learn new things, create new things, and help get the word out about the Flex Deck, so I hope you'll check us out. Again, one more time, that's FlexDeckPlayingCards.com. You made it this far, I might as well have said it again. All right, have a great day. Thanks again.